Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. You know, most of us experience anxiety from time to time, but those who are highly sensitive struggle to find tranquility in a volatile world. That's why I'm so delighted to chat with Megan Nolan today. Megan helps highly sensitive entrepreneurs take control of their anxiety and their health so they can generate a bigger impact and attract more abundance. Megan is the creator of the Mindful Strength Method, which is her unique combination of yoga, toning exercises, and mental fitness that gives you the tools you need to be vibrantly, holistically healthy, and sustainably successful. Megan, welcome. Hello. Thank you for having me. It's so great to be here. I am so thrilled to chat with you because I think most of us are feeling highly sensitive these days. You know, if if you catch the news or you see any of the headlines, it's like, oh my gosh, what else is going to happen here? And, And it can really set us all on edge. So one of the things that we do that's a little different here with the Abundance Journey, we always start with an intention. That's how we want to feel and what we want to create through our time together. So I have a rough draft that I will share with you, but I wanted to explain a little bit about why setting an intention before we start is so incredibly powerful. Psychologists call it priming. If you read supportive words before taking a test, you actually do better on the test. And if you've ever tried to look for shooting stars, you know, yeah, you have to focus on one area of the star field, but then you open up your peripheral vision so you catch little stray bits of light that normally you wouldn't pay any attention to. And that's how you're actually able to see the shooting star. So by setting an intention, we're activating the peripheral vision with our un- non-conscious mind, our unconscious mind, to help us actually create the intention that we set through our conversation. So I know it sounds a little weird, but we're going to craft this intention and then we're going to hold it in silence for 78 seconds. And that's really important because the latest research shows human beings have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. We've got so much going on up there in our heads that it's really hard to focus on something. And from my perspective, with the incredible experience I've had, we are in partnership with the divine. So if we can hold that vision of what we want to create for 78 seconds, that's long enough for the divine to go, oh, they're serious this time. Got it. We'll help make that happen because you're not in this on your own. So I've enough of the preamble. Let me share with you what I've come up with as a rough draft. And I really want your guidance and feedback in making this better. So the rough draft is, in love and light, we hold the intention that we release all fears, frustrations, anxiety, and worries to the divine, replacing them with a healing, nurturing energy of divine love, so it shines through us in everything we think, say, and do. Thank you, divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. Any suggestions? 
I love that. I would say that I would love to just be centered in that. I would love to be able to really bathe in that, sit in that so that it becomes and emanates from within us. So I, I just love everything about what you said there. So yes, I'm on okay, board. Okay, great, great. <laughs> because that's what we're doing for the 78 seconds. We're really absorbing that vibe. And mm-hmm. I always start with in love and light because that signals the God of your understanding. Hey, we know you're at the table. We know you're helping with this. And we just want to acknowledge that you are an active participant. Then we say what we want. And it's only good manners to say thank you. And the it is done <laughs> part is a reminder to us. It's kind of like we just typed the address in the GPS and we don't have to keep typing. You know, we said this is what we want. And we've held that energy and then we hold the energy for 78 seconds. And that makes it really clear that we're ready to go. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hold the intention. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release all fears, frustrations, anxiety, and worries to the divine, replacing them with the healing, nurturing energy of divine love. So it shines through us in everything we think, say, and do. Thank you, divine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is done. We give thanks, and so it is. Wow, that was some awesome energy. And I love it because the divine is everywhere and everywhere. So people watching this years from after we've recorded it are contributing their energy too. And that's part of what we're feeling. That's part of what we're sensing. So how beautiful that we all come together for this kind of centering, grounding, releasing experience. Mm, I love it. And I love that we get to start that way. It's such a beautiful (laughs) way to set the tone for this conversation. So thank you for that beautiful gift. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to chat with you because I know how passionate you are in supporting people, especially those who are highly sensitive. And like I said, the energy is so intense right now that I think people who in the past didn't consider themselves to be all that sensitive are increasingly noticing the discomfort, the friction. Mm -hmm. 
So Mm -hmm. what got you started with this? And why are you so passionate about helping people take back that control? Great question. What got me started with this? Hmm. I guess my own journey, my own experience as an entrepreneur, of which I've been doing for 17, almost 18 years. And so really in the recognition that life is a fast track of growth and understanding, but I believe that entrepreneurship is even more so. And really the tool set of personal development, if we allow it to be that way. And I recognized in my own up, down, all arounds that I was and still am having over the years that I really had an incredible tool set with the tool set of yoga and my own experiences and then layering on the studying that I've been doing, you know, over the past few years and specifically over the past few months that I'm not alone in this and we aren't. And as, as you so beautifully said at the beginning is that we all have these similarities. We all have these connections. And when we recognize that there's people walking alongside us in this journey and divine forces and guides and all of that, that we can begin to really tap into that and live from this place of intentionality. Because I realized that for a long time, I wasn't. And really the contrast for me is what created so much understanding and so much clarity, because I was kind of at the mercy of my mind for a really long time. And as such, I was experiencing a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression and, and a lot of stress and began to recognize that I'm I'm probably not the only one. <laughs> and when I started to dive into that and understand more of high functioning anxiety and what happens when we get, you know, into a realm of entrepreneurship and business ownership that really celebrates these characteristics of working really hard and saying yes to everything and being outgoing and being that vibrant person in the room, which can be symptoms of being highly sensitive, being, you know, driven by this fuel of anxiety, then I wanted to be able to support others on this journey. And as someone who's experienced this and walked the path myself and really begin to have a lot of empathy for other people that are experiencing mental health challenges or just highly sensitive experiences to life, that I can really be a voice for this. And I'm a voice for changing the stigma around this and being someone who wants to really support other people that are on this journey. And interestingly enough, in the entrepreneur community, statistics tell us that it's on average is about 72% of entrepreneurs are challenged by some ADD, ADHD, anxiety, depression, bipolar. And most people, over 50% of people will have an experience with one of those in their lifetime. So we're talking most people, as you said, right? And especially given the global conditions and ongoing things that happen. And, you know, it seems like we turn on the news and there's always something. So it's really been a beautiful gift for me to be able to explore this first in myself so that I can have that knowing to be able to share this tool set with other people. I love what you're saying. I love what you're talking about. It is incredibly timely. Also, I happen to be reading a book right now called The Great pain deception and the author is talking about the mind body that it's actually one being and he describes a lot of psychological things that happen for us um, and everybody experiences some kind of a separation thing which causes anxiety and most of our lives is spent trying to get back to that feeling of connection and safety and when we don't feel it sometimes socially 
we can't express how we truly feel, the anxiety that we truly feel. And so we try to stuff it down. And the ironic thing is, while that might be socially acceptable not to acknowledge how you feel, and often like these, these emotions, you're so used to ignoring them that you don't even know you have them. Mm-hmm. They're completely unconscious. It's not like something you're deliberately trying to do. You don't even know what's going on in your own body until mm-hmm. all of a sudden you get a rash or your back goes out on you or something like that happens. And the author is talking about how incredibly vital movement is. Your body communicates with your mind through movement. And if you want to get the energy moving, which is all we're talking about, is just stuck energy. That's really the cause of anxiety, according to this book, is stuck mm-hmm. energy. So I love what you're doing with yoga and breath and movement. That is such a powerful combination. Kudos to you for taking charge and helping us own our health. That's really important. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I 100% agree. And so I'll have to make note of that book because the thing is, is that, you know, these tools, these ancient tools that are so celebrated in so many different wisdom traditions in so many cultures around the world are not necessarily taught unless they were something that we started to learn or they were part of our upbringing. And as such, most of us spend most of our life from about here up from the neck up, right in our heads whereas as you so beautifully said so much of our guidance and our wisdom actually lives in our body yet it can be very intense for us to go in there and tap into that guidance if we're not taught how to do that right and we tend to be on the stress express most of the time of just the go 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 and especially as entrepreneurs or businesswomen or you know humans with a lot going on there tends to be a lot going on in our head right and so it's very important and and that's so the work that I do feels like such a gift because it's helping people to reconnect with themselves at the deepest level of their nervous system and that inner guidance or soul or intuition, whatever you want to call it, really, you know, by and large, we're speaking to the same thing is yes. that essence that is the magic that is you. But when we are in that go, 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 push, push, push energy, which can be so beautifully exemplified in the world around us but not everywhere, right? In conversations like this and so many beautiful books, it really is taking us back home to ourselves and really coming back to that deep connection, which is what you are so beautifully sharing in this podcast and what we started with, is that that's really what we're seeking. We're seeking that sense of home and wholeness and connection and support. And we seek that in the, you know, outer world of, oh, once I have 10K followers and once I can do this on a day and, you know, the 10K minute or whatever it is, we seek that external confirmation, but ultimately we're looking for it from inside ourselves. And that's what the tool set that I get to share and that we're talking about today is truly about is coming back home to that place of self-awareness and self-compassion and self-love. Oh, that is so beautiful. I do have to ask the question because obviously the name of the show is The Abundance Journey. And so no two people define abundance the same way ever. Given the kind of work that you do, and I love what you described about bringing people back to that sense of wholeness of self and being centered and balanced and calm in the face of whatever's happening. How would you define abundance given the kind of work that you do? Oh, I love that question. I define abundance as an expansive connection. It's connectedness to ourself and to all that is. And when we are 
in that place of connected awareness, then we're tapped into all possibility. And that's really, for me, is it's more than just financial abundance. And that's what I help people with is achieving holistic success, because it's not just about the money. As much as money is important, abundance and, you know, vibrancy and aliveness has so many deeper layers to it. Abundance of joy and inspiration and love and energy. And that to me is really what abundance is all about is a more holistic view of it. I absolutely agree with you. It all starts with that energy, that feeling that we have and how we let it flow through us because when we fill ourselves up to overflowing, that's when others get to have that abundance too. And that's when you become so magnetic, right? It's It, it ceases to be about you, it's through you and how mm-hmm. you show up. So I, I love what you're doing. So obviously you work with lots of different people and I'm sure you see the folks that work with you, they have certain symptoms coming in the door before they show up to work with you. What are some of those challenges, issues, problems that your clients typically have that helps them go, oh, I need to call Megan? A lot of the time, it's an overworking, overthinking, overpleasing approach to life because we, when we're experiencing anxiety or stress, we tend to be hijacked by that voice in our head that tells us we need to do more, achieve more, be more, prove more, all of that. So they're starting to recognize that that is what's running their life. And they feel like they are always on the go, 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 go. It's hard for them to press pause and not feel guilty about it without a lot of support. And sometimes support comes in the form of scrolling. Sometimes it's in the form of New Zealand Sauvignon Blanc or some other outlet, right? And so being able to take a pause without that tends to be really unachievable for them. They tend to really push themselves to do and, and go and then find that after whatever is done, like the promo, the launch, the workshop, there tends to be a collapse on the other side. And the collapse is oftentimes accompanied by that negative voice in their head that's saying, you know, kind of berating all of the mistakes, having a hard time forgiving themselves, not being very compassionate and tend to feel kind of defeated and depleted, even if they achieve their goals because their standards are so high. And so it really is that energy of push, 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 go, go, go more, more, more that they've noticed is a pattern that is really frustrating to them. And because of that anxious energy that's fueling them, they are also seeing that the one thing that they want to be making time for themselves is something that keeps getting pushed to the back burner, yet they really highly value that. But it's having the accountability and the support that is missing for them. So that tends to be where people find themselves when they come to me. And for me, I kind of encapsulate all of that in an identity that I call the worn out entrepreneur. And you don't necessarily (laughs) need to be an entrepreneur to recognize yourself in those symptoms. But a lot of the times, you know, the things that are accompanied by that are, you know, jumping from place to place, like trying every new app. Maybe you're doing the the breath work and the cold water therapy and, and the, you know, the, all the supplements, all the things and trying to figure it out, or really just trying to be in that place of, wanting more for yourself, but not being able to figure out how to make it all work. That really is where people tend to come to me as a starting point. That is so cool. And I love that worn out entrepreneur. 
<laughs> I think we've all been there from time to time. But yeah, it's very challenging because you feel like you don't want to miss out on anything. You don't want to miss the boat on an opportunity. And so you feel like you have to jump in and do it all. And I think mm -hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs also struggle with a bit of perfectionism. It's never quite good enough. It's never done enough. It's never okay enough, right? And and because of that, we never get things out the door or we are never satisfied with what we get out the door. That's just kind of a perpetual motion machine of frustration and anxiety and overwhelm. Absolutely. And it's interesting because what you're saying there is really highlights something important for us to remember is that your attention to detail, which is what gets hijacked by the stress part of our brain is, is a really beautiful gift, right? And that's what, you know, perfectionism is essentially is being able to notice things that we want to enhance to make the whole experience even better. But what happens when we are in stress and when we are feeling anxiety, we're in a different part of our brain where the subconscious patterns that we've learned over the years, and especially we're modeled as children, are living, right? And so these, these characters that we have in our head, I call them, they're called the saboteurs that tend to sabotage our progress, i.e. perfectionism, overworking, people-pleasing, being a controller, procrastinating, all of those things are these patterns that we learned as children. And so it's really important for us to recognize that they each have in them gifts, right? So many entrepreneurs would identify as being a high achiever or a high performer. Well, that's beautiful because that means you're driven and you're goal-oriented. But if it's used from a place of anxiety or stress, like when we are in that worn out entrepreneur state, then that's your mind hijacking the superpowers. So it's really important for us to recognize the importance of connected awareness. When you catch yourself in that pattern, when you're feeling the, the feels and you're thinking the thoughts, that's when we pause. That's when we come back to our intention, which you so beautifully kicked us off with, because that's a huge component of the work that I do inside the mindful strength method is to have that magical morning and the intention for the day so that you notice when you're in that go, go, go state, then we just get to pause and we get to do something to express the stress, like get it out of our body. Right. And, and as much as we live in our heads, it's challenging for us to rationalize ourselves out of anxiety or stress a lot of the time yeah. because, you know, some people are very logically oriented, but for most of us, especially I find for women, we need to have some sort of <laughs> shake it off. Right. And it can be as simple as that. Right. If you have a dog, you see them do it all the time. Right. We see other beautiful animal creatures doing that all the time. Yet as humans, we're like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm totally fine. <laughs> But you're not. <laughs> that is so true. You know. and you're absolutely right. You know, often we we try to solve everything with our thoughts and sort everything out, rationalize everything out, and we forget about our bodies. And yet mm -hmm. our bodies are really strong, resonating communicators. And so mm -hmm. when we can get them moving and, and shifting, all of a sudden the mind and the body start to work more in tandem. They're kind of isolated and separated from each other the way we normally connect them. And mm -hmm. so by taking the time for physical movement and ominously shaking off all of the struggles, all of the frustrations, all the fears, all the anxieties, and just being in the moment with your body and celebrating the fact that you have a body. How cool is this? It's really neat. You can let go of all of that stuff that's been bothering you and you can actually 
create a situation where you, you'll come up with new ideas. You'll be newly inspired. You know, I'm going to just share with you really quickly. One of the things that I always teach my clients to do is celebrate in advance. So what I'll do is I'll do some meditation and then I sit for guidance and I journal the different ideas that flow through. And often I will celebrate in advance something that I want to have happen for me today. So one of the things that I'll sometimes ask for, I'd love to hear from two mentors today about this thing that I'm working on. Maybe it's promoting my book, for example. So later in the day, I'm at the grocery store. I'm in line behind some other people. They are total strangers. I have no idea who they are. They're talking amongst themselves. I don't know what they're talking about, but something they say sparks an idea for me. And they are my mentors. Just by being willing to celebrate in advance and allow it to show up however it needs to show up, it was just like the intention, right? Mm -hmm. Here's what I want to experience. Now, I'm aware enough to let the mentorship show up however it needs to show up. It doesn't have to be a coach that I've hired who gives me a call, right? There's all different kinds of ways to receive what you need. Absolutely. I love that. And that is really is the openness and you being an antenna for it, right? Because our body becomes both a conductor and an antenna when we stay in that place of curiosity and presence. Whereas when we are being held captive by the mind and all the stories and the struggles, we're missing the signals, right? And if you were in your head and you were on your phone, like, I don't know about my book and, da, 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 and distracted and not present and not hearing what they said, then it would have but yeah. you were so present in the moment being there and you got the message right and so it really is a practice and it's funny because a lot of times people can be really dismissive of stuff like this because we have this expectation of this is what it means to be successful and this is what i have to do and it's you know sometimes we we bypass that because we we think we need something a little bit more structured and serious and this is how it goes whereas really what we're doing is we're coming back to that place of presence within yourself so that you are open to the potential, right? Because as children, we're always open and we're curious, but yet as adults, we're very serious. And of course we have business things to attend to and da, 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 da. And yes, that's very important, but it's really important for us to stay in that the possibility mindset, staying that intention, staying in that nurturing energy of the divine love, as you so beautifully said at the beginning, because really whatever that means to you or God universe, there is that influx of information constantly. Yet if we're really in that rigidity and that worry and the stress, then we are creating almost an armor, a protective armor around ourselves. And we're very much in the mind and we tend to miss these little whispers and these little signals that are there for us. And so, you know, some people kind of bypass it of saying, oh, that's magical, wishful thinking. Actually, no, there's a significant body of research in neuroscience and positive psychology that looks at this and recognizes that, that you have the capacity to influence your reality through your inner state. And really, you know, if you want to get science, it's called your nervous system. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and way so, more than that, way more than that, because I'm also really into quantum physics mm -hmm. and Lynn McTaggart and all of her, her stuff around intentions. That's where I learned how to do intentions. And 
one of the things that's so interesting is when we insist upon staying in judgment, and often that's what we're doing from the mental standpoint, we're critiquing things, we're evaluating things. This is going to work for me. This isn't going to work for me. And that's, it's normal because, you know, is it safe for me to cross the street? Yes or no. You know, we're, we're judging all the time just to stay alive, right? And with the quantum field, when we set that intention, we're actually, it's like we're driving down the road and we set that intention. Now this new little road just appeared and we mm. have the option if we choose to, to follow that road. And it might be a little bit bumpy at first, but the more we pay attention to it and the more we notice things that are showing up to reinforce that, the better that road becomes. And now there's scenic attractions on the side and beautiful <laughs> overlooks and, yeah. you know, it all starts to show up. And it's because we've shifted out of that judging frame of mind into the observing mm -hmm. frame of mind. When we get into observing mode, we don't care about what shows up. It's just what showed up. And we are present with it instead of judging it and critiquing it and evaluating it. And that's a shift that happens when the body and the mind come together to collaborate. If you're just in your head, it's impossible to get out of that judgment state because that's what your mind is there to do, to support you with. Mm -hmm. So I love what you're doing. I, I do have another question for you okay. because you mentioned the external validation versus the internal validation. And I know for me, I definitely notice that when I want my external world to change, I need to shift something on the inside. Kind of like mm -hmm. what we were just talking about with from going from judgment to observing. Mm -hmm. What have you noticed your clients need to shift to get into that better space where they start solving their problems? Mm. Yes, that's beautiful. It really, it does come back to the inner dialogue and the inner affirmation because we can all be really excellent inner critics, but that inner compassionate coach is an art. And it is, again, it's not necessarily something that we're taught to do. And because it's not wired into our brain to be focusing on the opportunities and the possibilities, because that's not really aligned with survival, it can be something that's really challenging for people. And it's really about learning to come back to that little version of us within. So the inner child, if you will, or that 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 person, that version of you that is truly deserving and seeking the affirmation in the moment and the encouragement in the moment. Yet if we're in our head, we go to the mistakes and the problems and the shortcomings. And so it's really important to pause and come back to that place of non-judgmental self-awareness. And that's really, again, it's a practice. And as you said, it is that shift from the stress out, frantic, frazzle, busy, busy, go, 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 make it happen, do it, do it energy into the place of presence within, into that perspective that this is a gift or an opportunity, should we choose to see it that way? And that takes work, right? And that doesn't become obvious sometimes right away, especially with 
intense events or traumatic experiences that doesn't necessarily come right away by any means, but it's that perspective of how we are holding ourselves in that moment, how we are pausing to witness our experience and and feel the feelings to drop the story and feel the feelings, because that is really the shortcut into the present moment. It's the shortcut back to the divine. It's so it's, it's really an art and a practice for sure. That is so beautiful. I I feel compelled to share a story with you just because this is related and it has to do with the power of the words that you use. So I was really blessed on New Year's Day 2005 to have a stroke because during my stroke, I got to have a conversation with our higher power and I got a complete download about how everything works and why we're alive, how we can live our best lives, what happens next after this life. Don't worry about it. It's all good. And It was really incredible. It was just this amazing, intense, all-encompassing love. I I have never experienced anything like that before in my life. It was like being in a Niagara Falls of love, just so beautiful, so amazing. And I came out of that experience going, wow, I want more of the Niagara Falls. Hold the stroke. You know, in fact, I'd like it on tap. Could I just like turn it on whenever I want and just put it on high? You know, I can dial it back if I need to, but I want to do that. So I did all this research and looked at all these people who were getting divine downloads and getting insights and, and what are they doing? And they said, you just have to allow, you have to allow, you have to open yourself up and allow. Well, I was allowing my little flipping heart out. And yeah, <laughs> I get downloads every once in a while and it felt good, but it was a lot more like a leaky watering can than a Niagara Falls. You know, it was not the same. So finally, one morning after meditating, I'm sitting for guidance and I'm like, why isn't this allowing thing working for me? And I immediately got this message back. What is the image that comes to mind when you think of the word allow. And as Mm -hmm. soon as I thought of the word, I saw myself behind a door with a chain on the door and I'm peeking out the door at the divine and I'm freaking terrified because I don't know what's gonna happen. I can't control this thing. I don't know what to expect. And I thought, oh, that means the word allow for me is a mind-based word because my mind wants control. It wants to know a process, a series of steps, a guarantee would be really good. Crystal (laughs) ball is especially helpful. And I'm like, okay, well, obviously allowing is not the right word for me. And so I had to think about it because I wanted a heart-centered word that really represented the kind of relationship I want to have with the divine. And I finally realized my word is welcoming. Now I welcome the divine. I welcome guidance. I welcome conversations with awesome people like you because it feeds your soul when you can connect with people that way. You don't have to control it. You don't have to know what's coming. How awesome is that? You just know it's like holidays when you've got this pile of presents. You don't know what's in them, but it's all going to be good because it's all for you. right so yes the power of your words is so amazing and you're absolutely right it either connects you or it's kind of separates you it pulls your puts you in your head space or it creates a wholeness for Mm. you Mm. 
I love that. Yes. Yeah. I, I really hear that because welcome to me feels like arms open and ready for it and allow kind of feels a lot more limited. Like you said, it's like, okay, maybe yeah. <laughs> it just feels a lot more contractive. So, wow. I love that. Thank you yeah. for sharing that. It's, it's a subtle thing, right? Mm-hmm. And the things that we're talking about, they're subtle, but they make a massive difference. It's like people mm-hmm. tell you that, oh, you have to have surgery. So you're going to be in a lot of pain and it's going to take you a really long time to heal. Not necessarily. No, you can heal really fast. It's a matter of your energy, your emotions, where you put your focus and your attention, holding your intention in mind and partnering up with the divine for rapid healing. Mm -hmm. We have proof over and over again that you can heal much faster than doctors think. And it's you have so much more power and more control than you realize. So when you're willing to step into your own power, and that's truly what you're doing, Megan, getting us to reconnect the body, mind, spirit. I almost made up a new word. (laughs) I don't even know how to pronounce it. I know, right? We'll work on that. (laughs) Well, obviously, Rome was not built in a day. Sad to say. I would love to have a magic wand to just put me in this space all the time. But no. So what are like a baby step that we could look at that helps us know we're making progress? That's great. I want to say one thing before I answer that, because what you were saying there, I was like, I call that the original AI. Attention on the intention, right? We know how powerful AI is. That's becoming very present in our lives. And I mean, I guess it has been for a while, but we have that tool. We have that tool and that's it, right? Is, Is catching yourself. And so that's a little baby step of how you feel, because that's really the movement that I'm creating is a movement of people who care so much about how they feel that they make that a priority to do something for themselves every day. And so that is how you know if you are on the path is how you feel and it's checking in with yourself. So ask yourself that question. Right. Because we ask people that all day. How are you? Nice to see you. How you doing? What's going on? Do we ever? Most people, until we start to do stuff like this, we typically don't check in with ourselves on that level. And so check in with yourself periodically throughout the day. And especially when you notice that you're a little bit crunchy and feeling like, oh, come on, I just got to get this email out. (laughs) And notice that feeling, right? Because that is not you in the expansive state. It's not in the observer state. It's not in the playful, open, calm, grounded, connected state. No. And so I would start to make it a practice to ask yourself, how am I doing? How am I feeling right now? And really have those little power pauses throughout the day. That's what I call them, little power pauses. And it really is intentional because we see an emotional shift. You know, every few hours we start to notice kind of a dip. And that's when we want to start to take these little pauses to get ahead of that, to come back into that alignment, if you will, come back into that present state within yourself. And so that would be a little step is to start to just ask yourself, how am I feeling? How do I want to feel? Right. So how am I feeling and how do I want to feel? Those are two really powerful questions we can ask. They are. And I really encourage people to acknowledge and appreciate yourself. Acknowledge the things that you're doing, that you're making some progress. Acknowledge what you're learning. Acknowledge mm-hmm. what you're practicing. Because sometimes it doesn't look like anything's happening. 
But just by willing, being willing to show up as your higher self in the moment and hold that space, you're contributing in a massive way. And you don't understand how quantum physics works and how things show up for you and how answers come in for you just because you're willing to be there and you're willing to show up the way you're showing up. And I love what you said about AI. I am totally going to have to steal that. Do it. Your attention on your <laughs> intention, because I've got a TEDx talk called Abundance is a Choice. And I talk about attention and intention in my talk. So yeah, great minds think alike. This is wonderful. So I <laughs> love this. Wow. Megan, we were chatting before we started the interview and you have a wonderful gift for the audience. Could you tell us a bit about that? Yes, absolutely. So I created a brand new mini audio training that helps you go from anxious to amazing by breaking the cycles of self-sabotage in just 15 minutes a day. So it's a three-part mini audio training pre-recorded. So you can just pop in those little ear pods and have a listen while you're washing the dishes, walking the dog. And it is really going to give you the step-by-step roadmap to be able to make the changes that we're talking about right now so that you can truly be vibrantly healthy and happy and sustainably successful. So you can go to giftfrommegan.com to grab that. And I'll make sure that the link is in the show notes too. So it's really easy for people to find it. Now, Megan, one of the things we do that's a little weird, we always turn the tables on our guests because we know what we give is when we receive the most. So what can we do to support you? Ooh, I love that. I would love for you to come over and connect on Instagram because I'm sharing lots of great stuff over there that are really practical and usable tools that I think you'll really love. And I would love to be able to connect with you and follow your journey as well. So um, I know we'll share that in the show notes, but I would love that if you want to come over and follow me on Instagram. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, man, I've I've been trying to take notes surreptitiously, and I don't think I've done a very good job. I've got two pages of notes, and I can only pick one thing to do the Activate Abundance segment on, so (laughs) (laughs) make my life difficult. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Megan. This has really been an amazing conversation. Mm, You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. All right, stick around. We're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Megan is awesome. I love her energy. I love her vibe. I love where she's coming from. I love her passion and her excitement, her determination to make a difference and help people really integrate their entire being so that they can be fully present and whole. I love what she's doing. I absolutely love it. So step one is gratitude because I had the most wonderful conversation with Megan. And I hope you really picked up on how she played off that intention today because she did a brilliant job at helping us with that healing and nurturing energy. 
I felt it intensely. And Megan was really instrumental in helping channel that. So first of all, gratitude, huge gratitude. Secondly, acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. And one of my favorite things, and I have a lot of notes, but one of my favorite things that Megan said was that abundance is truly that expansive connection to self and all that is. Expansive connection to self and all that is. And that was powerful for me because so often we think about the tangible physical stuff or we think about the energy of how it feels, but she's taking it a step further. She's talking about that connection, that integration of self and all that is. That distinction was really powerful for me. Step three is to appreciate the difference it can make in your life when you actually do the whole thing about abundance being that connection to self, expanding your connection to self and to all that is. Well, expanding connection to self, when you truly understand yourself and you acknowledge and appreciate yourself, you empower yourself, you build yourself up, all of a sudden you stop looking for that external validation and you know that all you need is already inside you. You're good to go. So you're harnessing your own power. You're actually increasing your power just by being aware of it, paying attention to it, and honoring it. Immediately increases your power. Cool is that? That's pretty awesome. Step four is to activate abundance. And we've got three different ways we can do that. We can pull out a calendar and schedule time. We can come up with a physical trigger, like crossing your fingers or tugging on your ear as a way to remind yourself of this new behavior that you want to do. Or step three, the other option is to declare what you want to do and how you're going to handle this differently. For me, it's really about the declaration and understanding that abundance is the integration of my true self with all that is. Wow, that energy feels totally different. So when I'm talking with people about abundance, I'm truly empowering that integration of them to themselves, as well as them to all that is, that expansive integration. Sounds at odds, doesn't it? Expansive and integration, they seem like they're opposites, but they're not. They're actually the same thing. They're the ultimate power. How cool is that? Step five, celebrate your progress. This is amazing. When you feel the energetic difference between what we were talking about before and now this concept of abundance, meaning that expansive connection to yourself and to all that is, wow, it feels really doable. It does because you don't need a lot of stuff. You just get to reconnect with yourself, reconnect with your body, reconnect with your emotions, pay attention to how you feel and celebrate yourself for the beautiful being that you are. You are a treasure beyond measure, a huge blessing, and you are blessed. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. 
Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.